Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about jaywalking. You know, jaywalking is when you take a small risk and cross the street where you don't have a traffic light for pedestrians. We've all done it. It's breaking some rules, but as individuals, we sometimes take calculated risks. My wife and I were in New Delhi in India a few years ago. There were no traffic lights for pedestrians, and there was a constant stream of traffic. It seemed like there were seven lanes of cars and motorcycles and rickshaws crammed into what looked like a four-lane road. The traffic didn't stop. It was a continuous stream of traffic, and we stood by the side of the road wondering how on earth we were going to cross the street. We carefully watched the locals crossing through this maze of traffic without getting hit. A pedestrian would find a small break in the first lane and jump a few feet until they were safely between two streams of traffic, cars whizzing past them on both sides. Then they would find another momentary break in traffic and jump from the second to the third lane and so on. They would repeat this process five or six times and lo and behold, they'd cross the road. So my wife and I decided to follow one of the locals through this intricate dance to cross the road. We were clearly taking some calculated risks by jaywalking in this way. We were cutting corners. We were bending the rules. The idea of jaywalking brings me to discussing building extra apartments into a property. In the city of Chicago, there are many 50-foot-wide, three-story buildings with six apartments. These lovely old buildings were built in the 1920s, and there are thousands of them. Remember the Roaring Twenties? That was the period after World War I and after the Spanish flu when the economy took off and expansion was happening everywhere. It was the precursor to the Great Depression that started a decade later. Those 1920s buildings were made out of stone and brick with wood framing on the interior. The foundations were made of stone and cement, and most foundations were five foot deep. But the basement typically had a full height ceiling, and the windows at the front and the back mirrored the look of the stately windows of the units above, even though the basements were largely unfinished. In some cases, owners would finish the basements in order to create storage space for residents in the basement. That space also created the opportunity for two more apartments. Many enterprising building owners did exactly that and created two more apartments in the basement. Some were done properly, but most were not. For some reason, these basement apartments in Chicago are called garden units. I don't know why they call them that, because there's nothing garden about them. It's a basement apartment. But if you visit Chicago and you hear people talking about garden units, you need to translate that into meaning basement apartments. Now, if you look through the real estate listings for these types of buildings, you will also see mention of the term legal garden units. That means a building permit was issued for those basement units. Now, in some cases, the city of Chicago has started to enforce the legality of these units. There's an administrative process to make an illegal unit legal without having to tear it out. In some cases, the cities forced property owners to vacate the units because they were not legal. Still, a large number of illegal garden units are still in existence. The extra two apartments can make the difference between a building having marginal performance and one that generates really good cash flow. The problem with these illegal units is that, unbeknownst to the building owner, they're at risk of not having any insurance coverage. You see, most insurance companies will not insure properties that were not legally built. I can see their point of view they don't have the opportunity to inspect properties before providing insurance coverage. If there were no bounds on the insurance, then property owners would be free to continue expanding their property illegally and the insurance companies would be on the hook with virtually unbounded liability. Let's be clear. The insurance company will happily collect the insurance premium from you. They will take your money. But when there's a claim, the property owner and the insurance company become legal adversaries. 
there will be a review of the policy by the insurance company's legal team, and a determination on the limits of coverage will be made after an examination of the facts surrounding the claim. That includes an investigation. The insurance company may look to see if there are any building permits that were opened on the property but never closed out. They might do the same for any electrical permits. They may examine whether any additions were made to the property without a permit. Insurance companies will likely do anything they can to get out of paying a claim. That includes renting out space in your home on your homeowner's policy. That type of insurance is different than landlord insurance or short-term rental insurance. Now, I'm not an insurance professional, and I'm not here to provide insurance advice. If you want to get a proper opinion, I recommend you connect with a lawyer who specializes in litigating insurance claims. They can usually set you straight on where your points of vulnerability might be. The example I've given on today's show is for garden units in Chicago, but illegal secondary dwelling units and accessory dwelling units exist all over. These illegal in-law suites, illegal apartments, illegal accessory dwelling units, they're just everywhere. When you jaywalk, you are taking a risk. Yes, everybody does it from time to time, but jaywalking is done selectively. Owning an illegal unit is a little bit like jaywalking every minute of the day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's a different level of risk. So you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.